0: Welcome everybody to Nutty Buddy Entertainment. On today's episode, Ryan and I rank every single property of phase four of the MCU that's coming up right here, right now on Nutty Buddy Entertainment. Welcome back, everybody, to Nighty Buddy Entertainment. I am your host, Ryan, and on today's episode, we are going to rank the entirety of Phase 4 of the MCU in order from worst to first. To do that with me, I have Brian with me. How's it going, Brian?
1: I'm doing good. Uh, Excited. We're done with this phase. Uh, Do you feel a sense of relief? (laughs) A little bit, yeah. I mean yeah it it just felt so disconnected and yeah i this was really it was all just like floundering around not really knowing where to go and yeah it's good that we're out of it hopefully we get some direction with phase five i guess that's the other thing it's like will this kind of be the same thing it kind of seems like it won't but i i won't hold my breath so
0: yeah, yeah, uh, I agree. It's funny you used the word disconnected because I was listening because we were because of our rankings uh, from worst to first that we were doing today. I was actually listening to uh, one of the first podcasts that one of the first podcasts that you d- did with me, and that was we mm-hmm. actually ranked phase four halfway through phase four. Oh yeah, and- yeah. And you were like, I, I said, use one word to describe this phase so far. And that's the exact word you use was disconnected. Is it? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, but before, okay, before we get into our phase four talk, why don't we just hit up on some news? Because there has been some like nerd news. Let's start with the sad stuff first. Uh, yeah. Power Ranger fan, uh, watching it growing up as a kid, we can see behind, if you are on YouTube... You can you'll be able to see behind Brian there are uh cool Power Ranger stuff, white Green Ranger stuff. Uh Jason Franks, he, he passed away. Yeah. Um that that was upsetting.
1: I know. Yeah, I'm a huge Power Ranger fan. Um specifically, I've got a lot of green and uh um not red but uh white ranger stuff um and yeah that was kind of what i grew up as as a kid and just yeah it's sad to hear that he's passed and yeah yeah my
0: older brother big power ranger fan as well you know we we used to watch it together and pretend we're all the power rangers he was always the red ranger i was the green ranger okay yeah uh, really uh he's he's sort of the reason why i got into villains because he was kind of like the first like i know it was like rita and and and, um oh what's the red guy's name um zed zed that's it rita and zed and ivan ooze eventually came but like he was like the first like really cool bad guy in my mind because he was a power ranger but he had that shield and he was a bad guy he became kind of anti-hero so I really uh, uh, liked him. I think that's what got me into villains. I'm not quite sure, but but that when I think of a villain, the first one I could remember, that's the first one that always comes to Green my Ranger, mind. Yeah. Yes.
1: With the, uh, the dark sword. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Yeah. No, oh yeah. I, I, I grew up watching Power Rangers when I was young and I kind of connected with the Green Ranger a little bit just because I was, I always moved around a lot. So I was mm. the new kid in school, which he also was as yeah. well. So Yeah it's yeah definitely some memorable stuff with them yeah so that was
0: sad but uh he he has given us memories i guess so that that's at least a positive that we we got to watch him growing up and he was he was involved in the power ranger stuff up until yeah you know his passing so he really appreciated the fans so
1: Yeah, I think the last thing I watched with him in it was Dino Fury, and he was good in there. He added to it. And then, um, yeah, he's always been kind of around. He was always at the conventions and stuff like that. Yeah, I never got him to sign anything, which is a bummer. I always thought, like, oh, maybe next year, but, yeah. Well, never waste that opportunity
0: again. (laughs) I guess, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: totally. But,
0: no, that's cool. Okay, uh, on other news, let's talk about the... um, Bob Chapek is out as CEO for Disney. Yeah. Iger is in. Iger is back. Uh, why, what, what do you think? <laughs> like, what, what What do you think? No, I'm just like, um, what, what do you think going to become? Well, of it? Why, they, why did it?
1: They've had probably like the worst nine months for like their stock prices and stuff like yep. that. And it's just been going down. Um, and I think they just need someone to blame. And I don't know if, uh, Specifically, it was his fault, or it had to do with like the pandemic. Um, because he's only been there for two years, I believe, so it's right around the time that the pandemic started. But also, the content that we have been getting with um streaming and stuff like that just hasn't been up to par. And uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Hopefully, we get a little bit more structure with things, a little bit more, um, I guess. Kind of. Well, there's other news as well. They've picked a director for um, Blade franchise, and this kind of goes hand in hand with that, because it's like we got a new person at the head of Disney. But with like the directors that they're bringing on and stuff, are they going to give them, you know, artistic right to do things with the movies or kind of because previously for these last couple of years, it doesn't seem like they did at all, which was definitely a bummer because we want some fresh stories told instead of just kind of redoing all the stories that, you know, they're like, well, this worked for us once, we'll make sure that this works for us again.
0: Yeah. And if they do like fresh stories, because they have, like, there's a couple we'll talk about in phase four that I would say is like a little different than the MCU formula or a different type of story than the stories we're used to. Mm -hmm. Uh, they were kind of misses, (laughs) like they were some of the worst content that they put out there because, uh, it wasn't well-written content. I'm wondering too if Iger will go back to where it's more of an event when Marvel stuff and Star Wars stuff comes up uh, comes out instead of like pumping content out so drastically like we've been getting especially in like fifteen fifteen properties, not including the I am group Groot and the werewolf by night, you know like for phase yeah. four so i'm I'm yeah. thinking like could could they could he come in and be like, okay guys. Let's do let's do less, but let's make it better. Let's focus on the quality instead of the quantity. That's what I'm kind of hoping.
1: Yeah, hopefully they've they've gotta switch something out. I just I don't think they've gotten into a good um structure or flow with all of the streaming stuff that's coming out compared to with the uh movie things. I think there's a good way to do it where they kind of come out hand in hand where it kind of enhances the movie experience as well as the TV show experience. I don't know if that's kind of flowing what's going on in the TV shows into the movies. That's one way to get people to, you know, watch the shows, go to Disney plus is by, you know, you kind of got to watch that to get the movie here. So, you Mm -hmm. know, it kind of grabs your attention. So.
0: Yeah. And it, but it, it does seem like, you know, when you think about, you know, we were going to talk about the, the fact also might as well just go right into it because, um, you know, we're going to be talking about phase four and throughout phase four, 40, there was an article that nearly 40% of Marvel fans have sort of dipped out. They have fatigue, they, they've lost interest, whatever the case may be. And I think that it all encompasses this whole, uh, this whole, like, we're not putting out good content. We're putting out a lot of content, you know? and I think that's been hurting Disney. I think that's part of the reason why their stock has been falling.
1: No. Yeah. I I agree. Totally. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, okay. Well, uh, that's all the news we'll talk about, but, uh, it's sort of sort of interesting and fascinating that that happened we're ta- you know we're we're going to be ranking phase 4 but we understand that not everybody's been watching everything that <laughs> with phase 4 which is unfortunate so uh hopefully phase five will, be, 5 will be a little better but let's put a a bow on phase 4 we're going to rank all the properties are you ready to do that Brian yeah let's get into it okay so um real quick uh so i um before we we get into our specific rankings, uh if you were to describe phase four disconnected, is that still the word you would
1: use? uh definitely. And now that's done, I would say kind of pointless mm. <laughs> a little bit. so yeah. yeah, you know it's kind of interesting we uh we got nothing from Marvel in the year twenty twenty there was nothing that came out TV show or movie wise, which was very rare, obviously with the pandemic. Um, And then we were kind of a little starved for um, anything coming out in 2021. So we were kind of, you know, there was all this hype around what was going to be coming out um, with even like the TV shows like WandaVision was the first thing to come out and super excited. And I think that kind of, for me, at least, it lived up to, you know, getting what I needed from Marvel because it was something that was interesting. It was really different. It kind of got you in the mood for, like, more stuff to come out as well. Um, But then we got 15 properties because I think phase three, there was 10 or t- er, 11 total. And that was within three, no, four years it was um 2016 to 2019 so yeah hmm.
0: yeah mm-hmm.
1: yeah within 4 years and then we got 15 properties within 2 years and i i feel like we didn't get much at all like we got a lot of you know comic book superheroes villains stuff like that you can kind of expand the world with but for overall purpose like it just didn't have really a purpose to much of anything except for maybe like four properties that could kind of further things along
0: yeah exactly no i agree um i would say like if if you'd say the overarching theme of this phase is probably like grief like each character are dealing you know all the characters yeah. are dealing with some sort of grief and stuff yeah. but uh, the overall story of the entire universe it just falls flat because there's nothing really that connects at all. They they use Wong and uh, Val, which we talked about in our um, uh, last review of Wakanda Forever, to sort of yep. like connect things, but nothing really felt connected. And It shouldn't have been that way. I think they dropped the ball in a lot of different ways in Phase Four. Uh, that's why I I I, I uh, first used what if. As the word or phrase I was used to describe phase four, because that was early on when a lot of shows were being re- rewritten because of COVID, uh, and I'm like, well, what if what if shows weren't written? How would it look? Uh, mm-hmm. The word I would use now is ditzy. I would call it ditzy. Okay. okay? And the reason why is because we all have that friend who's a little ditzy, right? They're Sometimes they're fun to be around, but sometimes when you like look at things they do or questions they, they ask or whatever, you kind of like facepalm. You're like, are you seriously doing that? Are you still seriously asking that? But then there's some fun moments with them. And that's what I felt like with phase four. There was some, some real fun moments with phase four. There were some good properties, but there was a lot of stuff that they put out there that I'm just like, what are you doing? That doesn't like, what are we doing here? You know? Uh, So if, if again, the word I would use is ditzy. Okay. That tracks. That tracks. (laughs) (laughs) You like that word? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Okay. Um, So let's, uh, let's start with our fifth, number 15th. Uh, on our list. So I'll let okay. you go first on this. What what What's your number 15th? So your worst uh, Marvel property I mean, of Phase 4. It
1: can only be one movie and one movie only. The worst of the worst. Eternals. Come oh, on. okay. You have Eternals <laughs> as 15th. Okay. I, I had She-Hulk as 15th. Really? Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I would still put... I, At least I got, there was some interesting stuff that kept me invested in She-Hulk. That's fair. Um, You know, but uh, Eternals just, it it, it was not it for me. That movie, like, I was so pumped to go see it. And then when I got out of the movie theater, I probably could, like, it's similar to maybe, like, when you went and saw, like, episode one of Star Wars and you just kind of walked out and you're like, what did I just watch? Like... (laughs) It's cool because it's Star Wars. It's cool because it's Marvel. But like, it's just like, that was kind of pointless. And Mm. since we got through everything else, like nothing tied into it. We don't even know if it's in the same universe. It's never been brought up again. Like, so it's just like, I, I don't know what they were doing with that movie
0: yeah uh there yeah so it's 14th on my list and i agree with everything you said i had high expectation it was shot very well like the visuals are pretty cool in it mm-hmm. but the what it could have been The uh let's uh what, what okay before we get into the but what could have been is it, it it wasn't good because yeah. of what it could have been yeah. um but before we let's let me ask you this though what, what what's the best part of that movie this this would be a positive if if i was supposed to say hey brian even though you don't like it it's the worst property what would be the best <laughs> thing you could say about eternals
1: the best thing i could say about eternals is visually they made some choices with it with it which was good i think um overall like uh, i guess it had some sort of like different direction than we get with a lot of these Marvel movies, which I will give it that, but I just think it kind of crescendoed into nothing there, and it kind of just became a little bit stale towards the end, and then it doesn't tie in with anything. But I mean, they did take some choices, which, you know, I I wouldn't have necessarily thought they would, um, but, you know, it's got some big names in it, which is cool. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs>
0: yeah so what i what i thought too like so what i had down for like the best that i thought it provided was the relationships were interesting at the very least mm-hmm. they didn't get to like have those relationships in, in the movie like blossom into like really great stories but yeah. like each of them had their like their relationships that was interesting to follow and like it was whether it was like yeah. McCart um mccarty macari uh and druick right yeah. and then fastos uh, um with with him with the way he, he uh created things hit with humans you know and then he was he was furthering the technology that was sort of his relationship and then you had um oh what was um ah, i should have looked up the names beforehand <laughs> uh athena right and
1: yes. gildamesh
0: gildamesh yeah. and yep. athena gildamesh, yeah. yeah and then icarus and um yeah, right sprite. sprite her too yeah that was an interesting so there was really interesting things that they could have expounded on but they didn't but i just thought at least that movie had
1: interesting relationships <laughs> yeah for a three three hour movie they could have expanded like the universe of the eternals i think a lot better than what they did um yeah especially you know just not having them previous for like The big question is like, why didn't they help with like Endgame or Thanos or anything like that? And the excuse for that was very just like, okay, but then we get towards the end of it. And, you know, there's this huge hand just like reaching out and nothing's ever said about it, you know. Yeah.
0: (laughs) And that's, and that's what I had for the worst part of the movie is basically the plot holes within the movie, um, within the entire universe of the MCU. They're very apparent. I don't know how people don't see that. There are people who think this is a great movie. That's great. I'm glad you like it. But I haven't heard any explanations for any of the plot holes that I see in the movie that I'm just like, oh yeah, that's a great point. Uh, One of the biggest ones, they're all androids, but they all look different. We have one that cannot hear. Like, why would we have a robot that cannot hear one that yeah. cannot grow up like that's a little child? Why? Like, that, I think that's an important like thing if 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 that's going to be your your instead of maybe having them come from a planet, which would have been maybe easier to explain. They're all different because they're all from a, pl- a different planet or they are on the same planet, whatever the case may be. But they're like, no, they're all androids. So why why did the Celestials be like, well, we're going to make them all so different. They, they never explained that yep
1: and so what was your worst thing about it or did you already mention it um no I just kind of same with you plot holes in it you know just the most of the movie for me was just a bad it just felt like you uh you barely got to know a lot of these characters as well as like the the ensemble for this was just too big there are too many people you're trying to keep track of and then even so for some of the big names, you didn't even get to, like, really know them as much. So it's like, why have them in the movie if it's for three scenes? And then they're just, like, dead. So. Yeah. 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 Good point. Okay, let's get your fourth, 14th.
0: What was your 14th rated property? Uh, My 14th would have been She-Hulk. Okay. So that was my yeah. 15th. Okay. Uh, okay. uh, Okay. Yeah. That one... <laughs> You know, I I guess I could go either way. Uh, I went back and looked at our ratings. By the way, anybody listening to this right now, if you want uh, to listen to us get more specific in each series, Great, Good, Bad and Ugly, we have podcasts on all of them. And we also rate the shows. But my ratings were like it was too off. I had She-Hulk rated worse than Eternal. So that's partly how I did it. Yes. Yeah. So uh, She-Hulk, though, if you had, again, best thing about it, what would you say it would be? the best thing about it um besides the
1: endy when it ended uh <laughs> <laughs> um i i think we got some cool characters added in um i didn't mind the aspect of like it being a tv show and we're getting kind of like a street view of superheroes mm. and villains i didn't mind that aspect i don't think they did a really good job or really like connected with me having it be that kind of lawyer aspect to it as well as a lot of times i was just kind of like um especially with i can't remember her name but um uh the lady who always was fancy and like her arch nemesis i can't uh
0: titania yes
1: titania thank you Yeah. yeah um i didn't really get if she was a good or bad guy like that I couldn't sense. tell. Yeah, I, I know she was famous, but I couldn't tell what she was famous for at all. Um, But yeah, the the best thing about that was I got to see Daredevil and I, again, mm-hmm. and I'm excited to see his new series come out in a couple of years. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. And that's really the sad thing is like it kind of reminds me of Boba Fett. Remember, like the best thing about that series was almost that the Mandalorian showed up in Boba Fett like yeah. that we got those two episodes. The best part of the series was Daredevil daredevil being officially introduced into the mcu for me um but by the way like even the way him and jen interacted was pretty fun and i'm just Mm -hmm. like if they would have just had a lawyer series where it was daredevil and she hulk the entire i think that actually would have been a way better series than what we got uh so that was the best part of the series I i don't think there's any doubt yeah
1: um worst thing um the cgi and <laughs> you gotta throw the cgi under the bus um the cgi and then um uh the 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 the, the whole storyline i don't know <laughs> no it's good the I ending love it. was so bad it
0: I was did, oh. it was i i said everything else what's worse everything else um yeah. the the Daredevil thing. um, but I, I would say specifically the the breaking the fourth wall to go into the writer's room was oh, yeah,
1: yeah, so
0: dumb. and the reason that why lost me, yeah, the reason why is because like now you trivialize all your other property because like let, let's say end game Thanos, you're fighting like it, and she hulks there. why couldn't she just break the fourth wall and go into the writer's room and be like, actually, what if Thanos, we, we save yeah. Titan and Thanos never... You know, Titan was never destroyed. Okay, then, then we don't have Thanos as a problem. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it yeah. just kind triviali- of oh, yeah. trivializes everything else. So, yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay, what's your 13th worst? Uh, my 13th is Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness.
0: Oh, really? Okay. Um, We're going to be different here. I have that as nine. Um, okay. But... Uh... Tell me why Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness is uh, there for
1: you. Thir- uh, 13th. Um, it just. I. I really like the first one. Um, Where they went with the second one was a little bit too confusing for me. Um, especially some of the directions that they went with it. Like. Where they left off with WandaVision, I think they could have done a way better job of having her be the villain in it. Mm -hmm. Um, And then it was just, it felt a little too rushed of a movie. Um, And it kind of felt as well as like they were trying to force these two characters to intertwine. Um, It would have been better, like they were supposed to have Doctor Strange in WandaVision, I think, if they had that. It would have tied in a lot better for them as well, uh, having in there. And then, yeah, I don't know. The the whole runtime of the movie really irritated me where it was like only about like two hours, I yeah. think, or something like that. Yeah, it, it just it, it felt like it was rushing through the story as well. So yeah, as well as like we didn't like it's called the multiverse of madness and the multiverse was not a huge part of it. It was a very small part of it. So, yeah, it was just disappointing, if anything. Yeah, uh, it was it still wasn't my favorite. So
0: I'm not even mad that we have it like four apart. Like I didn't care for it that much either. Yeah. All the same things you mentioned, Um, especially like. um, So real quick, maybe maybe we should talk about what what we what we would say is the best thing about this movie. Uh, my best thing was the Illuminati. Like that was pretty cool mm-hmm. just to see Jon Stewart as. per patrick stewart patrick stewart as professor X, and john krasinski as uh uh mr fantastic it was really cool to see all those guys and even the scene where they fought wanda that was pretty neat too like i mean it could have been a little better i think but it was pretty cool and uh so that was the best part of the movie what was your
1: best part of the movie? Uh, the same thing the illuminati was really cool to see um that was the best part of what we got from the multiverse is having that because it showed you what the differences were and how cool actually, like, if they were to open up the multiverse and have it actually be something that's what we could get. So,
0: yeah, I agree. Uh, the worst part you kind of mentioned my worst part of the movie a little bit, but it's basically like it wasn't a clean, um, uh, it, it, it didn't go clean. A clean like story It wasn't a clean story from WandaVision into Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. Mm -hmm. So in in WandaVision, she came to terms that she couldn't have her family. She she said goodbye. We thought that, okay, it's over. And all of a sudden now she's desperately trying to find her kids. Uh, Doctor Strange was told in uh, Multiverse Amanda's. Hey, you always have to be in control. You always have to hold that knife. But then he's like, "No, Wanda, I knew you were going to do the right thing." Well, does he want to hold the knife, or does he w- not want to hold the knife? Like, it, does he want to be in control of reality or not? So, I'm with you. Uh, Wanda was a cool villain. Her
1: motivation was not great. No, yeah, that would probably be the worst for me. Is um, her. Her motivation just wasn't there, especially with the ending of WandaVision. It just didn't add up to have her be this supervillain in this movie. Um, Yeah.
0: Okay. yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Um, Okay. do you want my 13th or should we just keep going? Let's keep going down your list. Let's go down your list. Let's let's do yours. I don't think you'll like it. Uh, My 13th is uh, Thor Love and Thunder.
1: Okay. I, I knew you'd have it.
0: Yeah, higher well, in there
1: but yeah. yeah um, i know you didn't enjoy it i really liked the movie but yeah, yeah that's kind of where we differed
0: yeah but you know there aren't too many movies or shows that we watch that were too far apart this one was one of them oh yeah
1: yeah <laughs> it just so so what did you like the most about okay the Love <laughs> okay and Thunder?
0: gore gore the god Gore. Butcher. okay yeah, yeah yeah he was he was Great a really villain. good villain yeah yeah, yeah. um I think it. I want to I want to rate villains maybe at some point, but he was maybe my second favorite villain. OK, I'd have to really think about it. I know who my first is already, but he's definitely like my set, top three in this phase. Like okay. he's, he's second, yeah. I think, if I if I had okay. to on the spot. But it's unfortunate we didn't get the god butchery part of it like we didn't get to see him fight any of these powerful beings like these aliens and 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 taking them down we only heard about it uh but christian bale great actor uh he was the best part and unfortunately they killed him off
1: yeah yeah no that's one issue with marvel is the killing of these characters so yeah
0: yeah yeah what about you what was your best
1: what was your favorite part of the of uh, Thor: Love and Thunder. Yeah, um, yeah. Where uh, do you have it Jane. rated? Um, I have it as five for me.
0: Oh wow, okay. Yeah, that's that's hot. That's a hot take. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, not hot take, but that's a that's a gap there. Okay, okay. Yeah, so, so yeah,
1: that's probably that might be the biggest gap we have. I guess we'll see. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But uh, no, I had probably Jane Foster. Okay, I, like I really her. like what they did with her storyline. She was really good in the um first um Thor movie and it was good to see her kind of being able to complete the story then. Yeah. Yeah. Uh
0: no I I liked her as well. You're right. Yeah, she was she her coming back to complete her story. The story that they had with her was really good too. Okay, but what was what would you say the worst part of the movie was?
1: Uh The the worst is that they were they were kind of making it to be like a kids movie in some ways where the thing that you really liked about Ragnarok is that it was extremely funny, but it was kind of more towards like adult humor, you know? Um, But in this one, I think they, they were trying to make it more towards like kids humor, which kind of lost me a little bit, but um, I still enjoyed it. It just, yeah, I, it wasn't the same as Ragnarok, but I thought, for um having Jane in there and then continuing the story with Thor as well. It made it interesting enough to still have a good rating for me,
0: yeah, i I would agree with what i i, I it kind of ruined it for me the too much jokes. it was that's what you know already, but just mm-hmm. wasn't serious enough. It didn't take anything seriously. And then I think the also, too, another thing I will say is just the inconsistency with what Thor can and cannot do, I just have a problem with. I just want them to be consistent okay. with it. But um, that that's why I have it so low. I just, especially the God scene. I just can't get over <laughs> when they meet Zeus and he's this
1: dorky. You really did not like that oh,
0: scene. Oh, man. That, ruined, that kind of ruined the whole movie for me, maybe. Okay. That might have been... I mean the goats didn't help either, but um, after the third time that they, the goats uh, screamed or whatever, I was yeah. good after that. But the yeah. Zeus thing, the uh, it was just like they, these guys are morons. Who who would, <laughs> who would who would who would pretend that these aliens are 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 anything worth wor- worshiping? But anyway, yeah, uh, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Let's move on. Let's move on. Uh, number twelve. What do you got for number twelve? Number
1: twelve. I have Black Widow. Okay, that's my tenth. Your tenth. Okay, yeah. Uh, uh,
0: go ahead. Tell us what you would say is your best part of Black Widow.
1: Um, my best part of Black Widow is that they actually introduce some like really cool characters mm-hmm. that add um to Marvel with um Yelena, and then as well as um uh Red Guardian. Yep. Red Guardian. Yeah. Yep. Red Guardian as well. I like I really like them. They're going to be back in the Thunderbolts. I think they're going to add a lot to it as well. Um. Yeah. And I'm with you. I, I had best y- Yelena. This is she's probably my favorite.
0: Um. I, I don't know if she's considered like anti-hero, I guess, that they introduced. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. She she was funny. I liked her appearance in Hawkeye. Um, yeah. Good chemistry with uh, the actress that played Kate Bishop. Ah, uh, but she was also really funny here in this movie with Ah uh, Scarlett Johansson. Uh, no, yes, yes, yeah. Uh, Natasha. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So uh, I really liked her. Um. I'm, I'm glad they introduced her. So yeah, that, I'm I'm with you. That's
1: one of the best parts of it. Ah, uh, worst, worst for you. Ah, uh, worst for me is that th- the movie was kind of pointless. This really should have been put out before Endgame. Like before she made that sacrifice, Uh, I think she just kind of pushed to have her own movie and then they kind of just dropped it in there. Um, It would have been a lot better if it could have been done beforehand. I know that they were supposed to have it. This was supposed to come out in 2020 and then they pushed it because of the pandemic. Mm -hmm. But still, it would have been a little too late. I think they should have had it before Endgame, like I said, before she died. And then you could have set up Yelena a little bit better.
0: Yeah, kind of kind of wouldn't have been really cool if they would have put it out instead of like Captain Marvel in that spot, because yeah. Captain Marvel showed up in between Infinity War and Endgame. And then it's like she gets her solo movie right before the sacrifice she's about to make. Mm-hmm. And maybe I mean, it was still a powerful sacrifice at yeah. in Endgame, but it still it probably could have you know, made it even more powerful, possibly. So yeah. um, my worst thing, villains, they were trash. I hated the villains sure. so much. Taskmaster especially, like, you you could have called that, you know, you could have called her, like, Android 8, and it doesn't change the character at all. Like, and that's not what you want for a villain. So the villains were just awful, and you know how much I like villains. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I'm sorry. The bad, bad villains in, in Black Widow. Um, Okay, 11. What do you
1: got for 11th? Well, what did you have as number 12. Oh, uh, what if, what if, okay. Gotcha. Where do Um, you have? What if I got that as nine? Oh,
0: okay. Okay. Um, what if was, uh, I have best is the concept. Worst is the concept.
1: (laughs) It's like, (laughs) it's
0: both like both positive and negative. I'm kind of with you. I think you said, um, when you were talking about like you, using the multiverse is like, you kind of, hope they get out of it soon you know i Mm -hmm. think you you've expressed before i'm kind of with you on that uh there were some really interesting stories in there that you're like oh that's kind of cool with the multiverse but then there was some of them that you're like ah that's i don't like that story either um Mm -hmm. you know like i wasn't a big fan of the the black panther story um i wasn't a big fan uh in, in in uh what if um, I wasn't a, uh, I, I really, I wasn't really a big fan of the Captain Carter story either. I really liked the, uh, oh, when uh, Thanos being a good guy I did not like that at all. I thought that was ridiculous. Um, <laughs> Uh, but there, that, that Ultron story was pretty unique and interesting. Doctor Strange's story was pretty unique and interesting. So they had they had a couple of really good ones that I really liked. And then they had a couple that I didn't like at all.
1: OK. Yeah.
0: What about you? What's your best and worst for what if?
1: Um, the best is that it brought some interesting stories. And I think like most of the multiverse if it could be told through what if i think that would be good um just because you can kind of quickly go through it i did appreciate that it kind of tied all of these stories together mm-hmm. um that's a good point the end and it kind of did lead a little bit into um uh dr strange movie as well mm-hmm. um but the worst is just some of some of these stories were just so bad i it just like i <laughs> i don't know the whole t'challa being um uh uh um, peter Guardian. quill yeah, yeah peter quill yeah that that whole storyline was just like it it had the thanos in it it had this i don't know it was just weird but yeah yeah it was just yeah weird <laughs>
0: Yeah, I, I didn't, I didn't care for it. I, I, you know, you can go and listen. I think me and Travis did the great, the good, the bad and ugly on it. And my biggest problem with them, like, he was like six years old when he was taken away from Wakanda eight or something like that. Mm-hmm. And he goes on a ship with a bunch of pirates and he somehow changes all their minds to be good. And then he says this thing to Thanos that changes his mind to be good. I'm like, if you take an eight year old and put him on a pirate ship, what I mean, like, come on they would be i thought we were going to get like a t'challa that was like peter like you know kind of like funny you know we didn't get that so i was a little disappointed in that um the other thing i was disappointed about was when thanos showed up with the infinity gauntlet and ultron that ultron was there i thought we were going to get them to fight for a little bit and they Mm. he just like cut thanos in half and i'm like I, i wanted to see that i wanted to see them fight but that's a little bit of a nitpick Okay, uh 11. What do you got for 11? 11, I have Miss Marvel. Boom, me too. Okay. okay. Awesome. Awesome. Right.
1: Uh better than expected. It was. It 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 wasn't, you know, horrible at all. Yeah. It was it was good for what it was. It was a little bit more of like a a teen Marvel um show, but mm-hmm. you know, it added some interesting things we got like our first glimpse into like mutants i guess you could say they were trying to like kind of like twist it a little bit to have her being that but um yeah yeah um for my good for miss marvel um i think they did a good job of introducing more of like a um a superhero that we normally wouldn't see as much and i think they did a really good job because it was a little bit of a learning experience for me learning more about her culture and like all that the parts and all that stuff so um yeah i got schooled a little bit
0: yeah that's that's good i liked her too i liked the actress i thought she was mm-hmm. uh you know uh, did a really good job Um, I like the training montage, because that's important. Um, But I also like my best part of that is like, okay, so we're in and this is where a continuity like I love the continuity that they bring in the Marvel Universe when they do it. How would teenagers be reacting to a real life superheroes that are all over their world? it's like, yeah. like Kamala Khan does. Like she, she writes stories about them, have a podcast about them. It goes to, you know, dress up. Like we see that now, but you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. but it, it's kind of cool that they, they grabbed that stuff and threw it in the Marvel universe. I really like that. Uh, what was the worst part of it for you?
1: Uh, give me a second here. I'm trying to remember what I had in my, um, yeah, her kind of her powers fell a little flat for me mm. just with what she was doing. Also, it's kind of if I'm remembering correctly, because towards the end, the other boy got her powers as well, mm-hmm. but it was completely kind of different than what she had. Right. And I feel like that's kind of an issue of some inconsistent powers, like through some of the stuff that we've been seeing. Um. We just saw black Panther and that was one thing where there was some inconsistencies on what people could do. So, yeah,
0: no, I, I agree with that. That's a, a good one. I also put, um, I, I think they should have kept with the inhuman storyline, um, mm. just because it's kind of a cool, unique thing, like bringing in inhumans and also bringing in mutants would have been kind of a cool concept. Um, instead of just making her a mutant i really think her being the first mutant in the mcu is not super exciting <laughs> okay you yeah. you hope it's like wolverine gene gray professor x storm i thought wouldn't it been cool to see storm in wakanda like because there's comic oh, books yeah. where him and her and uh t'challa get together but like storm or something like that that would have been a really cool uh mutant introduction but instead we get Kamala Khan which I, she's a fine character but not the one I want to be introduced so no,
1: yeah exactly
0: okay uh, what was your
1: 10th uh, my 10th is Hawkeye
0: okay so where do I have Hawkeye 7th okay okay Um. okay so my 10th we already talked about which was Black Widow so let's talk about Hawkeye what's your best about
1: Hawkeye um I like that we got a continuation with um uh with hawkeye and i was looking forward to him actually like passing the mantle on cuz mm-hmm. we don't get too many like marvel characters that are really doing that yet and i think he's the first one where he's trying to like training someone to do that and i liked i really like the um kind of that you know city view of like what superheroes are i think they did a good job with that of like being in new york and um what it was it, the tracksuit mafia was yeah. fun as well. Um, so it was very promising for this show for me, um, on what direction they could go with like the TV shows and having it more of like the everyday superhero. And that's why for like She Hulk it didn't really it didn't really deliver as much as Hawkeye did for yeah. that. They did the concept a little bit better, so
0: uh, agreed, agreed, uh, and I I agree with the passing the mantle that Clint Barton passed it down to Kate Kate Bishop. Uh, Kate um, is my best. I thought I liked her. I liked her as an actress. I liked her as Hawkeye again. They, they showed her like sort of the training montage, you know, that I like, and then that she was learning. She didn't know just randomly how to make these trick arrows, but Hawkeye taught her how to make these trick arrows, which I thought was really good as well. Mm -hmm. So I really, that was my best of Hawkeye. Just, I like Kate Bishop. I I think she's going to be a good addition to the MCU. Uh, Hopefully we get a little bit more Clint, but we'll see. Yeah.
1: Yeah. We'll Um, see. What was your worst
0: of Hawkeye?
1: (sighs) I didn't understand why they made him deaf. That that irritated me a little bit. Also, I I get they wanted to have it come out around like Christmas, but it didn't really feel like a like a Christmas story per se. Like I think of like Home Alone or something like that. Like that's like a Christmas story where it kind of ties into it or whatever. And it didn't really like tie too much for him like getting home to his family like i feel like there should have been some sort of like race or chase to get there and there really wasn't so yeah that was really yeah. bad
0: that that's 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 a good one i had for the worst the final battle uh mm. specifically with uh wilson's fist kingpin and kingpin, kate okay. yeah um I, i'm not saying kate could never beat kingpin but the way that battle went down kate would have been In a in a coma because she was getting knocked around. I think she got thrown around like three different times, and she just walked away with a little limp. And I'm like, he just ripped a door off a car, and threw the driver on top of the car, and I believe killed him by doing such a thing. And it's just like, so you're telling me that this teenage girl can get whipped around like that and not get hurt? Uh, So the final battle. Uh, there were rumors, obviously, that Daredevil was supposed to. Sh- this is actually the series in which he was supposed to show up and help fight Kingpin. May- would have mm-hmm. made way more sense. But the way they did it, that was the worst to me. I'm just like, that's not a believable fight. Okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. Like this guy, like, breaks Spider-Man's back. Like, I mean, like... <laughs> but, hey, hey, Okay. Um, Let's see. We are on number nine. What do you got for number nine? I had what if for number nine. Okay. And we talked about what if. Yep. okay uh number eight? Oh, what do you have for number nine i had
1: uh dr strange uh Doctor multiverse strange. Okay. in mine
0: this which we talked about gotcha. as well
1: so um number eight for me is falcon and winter soldier okay i got that as number six okay, okay. T- tell me the best thing about falcon and the winter soldier um the best thing about falcon and winter soldier uh I like that we got kind of standalone stories about Bucky and also um Captain America now uh it was good to, I I don't know I I liked I liked the show I which is different from a lot of people I feel like um it's I just I I like that we got to see them more because they were always kind of shadowed by like Cap and now we kind of get them just by themselves. And I thought Bucky's storyline was really good in this, um, especially with him just kind of like coming to terms with all the stuff that he's done and like uh, kind of trying to make amends with that. So, yeah, I, I, I'm i with you. I re-
0: I like this show, too. I thought it was pretty solid. Again, it's number six on my chart. So mm-hmm. eight for you. So I not that I liked it more than you. I think we have about the same rating if I yeah. uh, but um. My, my best uh, i agree with everything you said i'm just gonna add another best of zemo getting to learn more oh, about yeah. zemo and him kind of being a colorful villain again he can I, like i just remember i'm like man this is a good villain too so maybe he'd be in t- my top five of villains at least in this phase um but i i, I really liked um uh, Bucky's story as well. I wish we could have fleshed that out a little bit more. And I hope they might, they might, they might do that in the yeah. future. And bringing in the Dora LaMage as well in the series was pretty neat. So, uh, yeah, there's some really good things about this story. Uh, I mean, about this series. But what what would you say was the worst thing about this uh, series
1: for you? I think COVID really yeah, like it. killed this because they had to change the storyline, and it just it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't that good the whole flag smasher arc was bad very very bad um and yeah i i think they should have just kept it what it was and then you know go from there because it would have been better to tell a good story than to tell like a semi-good story and just have the show come out so
0: no i'm with you that's what i had the rewrites it made Mm -hmm. the flag smasher including carly morgenthal like you know I'll never forget this because I remember um, Sam Wilson was like, don't don't call her a terrorist. But that's that's what she was. She was a terrorist because I'm pretty sure the way they had not written beforehand maybe would have helped sympathize with her a little bit more. Maybe seeing that maybe she wasn't really a terrorist, but she was trying to do good. This version of her definitely was. And then the other thing, Sharon Carter being the power broker. Uh, that okay. was a little disappointing too. Yeah. I was really hoping it was someone a little bigger that they were bringing in. I remember, um, and this is part of it. You get like expectations and you get people. Th- some, some people were theorizing that was Norman Osborne. This was before Spider-Man. Really? Yeah, okay. yeah. I'm like, that would be legit. Like that would be legit. I would be so for that, mm-hmm. but um, they didn't do that. So, but uh, yeah, so that was my worst. I'm with you. The rewrites. Okay. Okay, well, what's your seventh? Oh, wait, we're on eighth, right? Yeah. Well, I should let you know my eighth then. Um, yeah.
1: WandaVision. WandaVision is eight. Really? Okay. Yeah. I had a WandaVision as six. Okay,
0: not too far yeah. off. Okay, cool. Um. So we actually, I
1: think we have those flip flop because, yeah, yep, I felt you're pretty, right. It, OK, yeah, yeah,
0: that's exactly it. Yeah. So WandaVision was like, you ain't lying. This gripped me in so bad. Now, there, this is like a nerd stream, like the first, especially the first six, seven episodes were like a nerd stream. You got a bunch of Easter eggs. You're like, what in the world's going on here? Yeah. Ton of theorizing. Uh, The X-Men version of Quicksilver shows up in the MCU and it just like blows your mind. Uh, So the best part for this show for me was the journey. I was like, this is a fabulous journey. Mm -hmm. I love every second of it, you you know, theorizing and everything. What was your best part of this show series? It
1: was just something fresh and different. Um, That's true. Yeah. For like the first TV show, it kind of set I don't know it it set a good precedent on what like oh this is actually fun like it's a little bit of a mystery we don't know what's gonna happen you know but we get to see these cool characters and you know we all didn't want vision to die so thinking that you know he's still alive and we still get more of him it was really it was really fun to to see
0: yeah. I agree. Yeah, I was I this this was super captivating. I know like Jake watched it and he's like, I'm not watching this, but he can't <laughs> understand. He, You know, he's like yeah. a norm, normie, oh, yeah. you know, he just whatever. Uh What's the worst part of this show for you?
1: Um. The. That's a good question. I I don't know what my worst part of it is. I also haven't watched it a long time. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's been, been like a long time. Yeah, yeah. Probably, if I had to pick a worse, ah, uh, I I I wish they would have just had her create all the mutants. It mm. would have made things so much simpler. Yeah, <laughs> we could have like you know gone from there. Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, my worst was uh, the the journey was kind of pointless in the end because you know, like you just said, you haven't watched it in two years. It's because there's not really a reason to watch it. That's that's the
1: reason why. Um, yeah. Ralph Boner well, ended is up. It, is it a little tainted with like Doctor Strange? Just knowing where it kind of leads now, if we didn't have Doctor Strange, would it have been not as pointless. Well, do you think? C-
0: Well, I think part of it is, 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 that could be, that could be, Um, but like, there was a lot of questions like, who's Senor Scratchy, right? Mm. Ralph Boner, like they brought in this guy who was supposed to open up the multiverse to, in all our minds, we're like, oh, this is happening, it's happening, and they're like, no, we're not actually going to do that. And then like, the commercials, remember those commercials throughout the series? Oh, yeah. And that was supposed to explain Dr. Strange trying to get a hold of Wanda. That was the whole point of that. And then they're like, cut him out. And then the final battle, it didn't, didn't make a whole lot of sense that she randomly started to know how to use her powers, even though she'd never seen them used before. So... Even, uh, uh, there was that one girl, what was it? Oh, for the children, for the children. Well, you know, that, like that was a the thing. There was that one blonde girl that was supposed to be a big deal in the town. And then she ended up being nobody. So it's just like, there was these, a lot of these things they set up Easter eggs of like, that were pointing to like nightmare as possibly being the villain or even Mephisto, uh, which I'm happy they didn't go that route, but you know what I'm saying? Like there yeah. was so much things that they could have done to, you know, end the series in a way that made us like go back and be like, okay, now we got to find out everything that led to this point. And it was just like, nope, the last two episodes, if you just watch the last two episodes, you're fine because all the other stuff kind of didn't matter anymore. So yeah that that's why it was, uh, you know, like disappointing to me.
1: Okay, uh seven. I have Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Ooh, I got that at number three. Okay, tell
0: me what you like. Really? About- yeah. Number
1: three. Okay. Oh yeah.
0: Oh yeah. Uh. So why did you like it? What? Tell me. What, I mean, what was best about it in your mind? Um.
1: Uh, I saw it after Eternals and it was <laughs> no, <laughs> <That's> no. <laughs> great.
0: it was like, this is a breath of fresh air.
1: Yeah, no, that actually came out before Eternals, but um, yeah, uh... <laughs> no, um, I, I feel like it was, it was cool to get into this interesting world. I think they had some good villains for it um it's an origin story and I'm very it's it takes a lot to keep me interested in origin story which I think for a lot of people just because it's like okay you don't want to be a superhero then you become a superhero and then you know yada yada but his family story was actually very interesting um and then two, kind of yeah I don't know we got to see Wong again in there and uh yeah it was overall a really good movie I thought yeah, I'm
0: with you. And that's why I have it as like, that's why I rated it number three. Okay. Also, this is the best villain, in my opinion, in phase four. Oh,
1: the Mandarin. Yeah, I, okay. I really
0: like him. I love his motivation. His whole motivation is to get his family back together. Um, I love that he gave up his life as being the head of the Ted Rings. And then it like, his past came back to haunt him. And oh, then yeah. like it just pushed him over the edge. I like that. Okay. Uh, so... I didn't like that they killed him off, um, but that's what part of the reason why um, this is top three in my opinion. The villain's so good, okay. Yep. In my in, in my opinion, I really like him. Um, but I will say, let me just get into my worst. The third act. Um, was the worst part of this movie where they went from being sort of grounded. I know it's a fantasy world. They have these 10 rings that they're throwing around, but then they get these Final Fantasy dragons that come out of nowhere. And like as part of all the battling, I felt like it would have been much more uh, grounded and a much more powerful like battle if it was just the father and son. And that's the way you Mm kind of ended it. And that's the way I wish they would have ended it. So the third act is where kind of like I was lost with it.
1: Okay, yeah. For me, I I don't really, I didn't really see the point of the Aquafina character. That's fair. In there, like why she needed to be around as much. But yeah.
0: No, that's a good point. I would say the only reason, the only argument I could make for that, and I'm not saying this is a good one, but it was for exposition dumping. Like somebody had to be told True. about the family history, so that she was True. just there, so somebody could be told this, so we could learn the family history. <laughs> That's yeah. the only reason. Um, okay. Uh that was seven, right? Yeah. Okay. What's, what's your, your six? seven? Oh,
1: uh Hawkeye, which we talked about. Hawkeye, okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Hawkeye
0: seven. Uh, what's your six? You had WandaVision, uh, right? Yep. My and six I, is
1: WandaVision.
0: And I had Falcon and the Winter Soldier.
1: Gotcha. Okay. Okay, what's your five? My five is Thor, Love, and Thunder. Which we talked which about. Which we talked about. about nice. Right. Okay.
0: My five is Wakanda Forever.
1: I knew, um, I knew you were going to do this. I knew you were going to do this. What's she doing, Ryan? I, What's she doing? I uh, I went off the
0: ratings that we put out there. I was like, oh, this is my fifth rated movie. I'm trying oh, to stay man. consistent.
1: <laughs> no, so I, much, I so have Black Panther as my number three.
0: Oh, it's not that far off. Oh, okay, no, I know, okay. I know, I'm Come joking. On. but you're right you're like you're like this is definitely a top three yeah i it's
1: yeah because what was it for you again number five yeah number five yeah yeah it's in the top five yeah which i think is good out of 15 so yeah for sure um yeah it's not maybe most people
0: have it in their top three but i'm trying like it was very emotional uh, mm-hmm. And I want to I want to let people know, but I'm, I try not to let that the cloud my 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 critiquing of the movie. I'm trying not to. So I've got just no heart. Back. I no know.
1: heart.
0: <laughs> That's why I'm a villain. That's why I'm all. About the
1: villain. <laughs> you get your wife, I, Cole, for your anniversary. Is I do. I saying? do.
0: Well, I make her buy me something.
1: OK, there yeah. you
0: go. <laughs> uh the best part of the movie, though, is the acting. I just thought home run acting by everybody involved: Okoye, uh Queen Ramanda. Um, you know, Sh- Shiri wasn't like the most powerful, but her acting was still really good. Michael B. Jordan being in there, uh, Nomar, Nomar, N- Namor, 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 Namor yeah. I, whatever you want to call him, Namor. Good acting, so that was the best part of Wakanda Forever.
1: Tell me, what was your best part? Why is they in the top three? Um, top three for me. Uh, acting was incredible. Director did a good job. They did a great job of writing the movie. I think they did a wonderful job with. Um, I'll say it again. With what they had to do with it, it was very daunting, and I think they they hit it out of the park. It was a very heartfelt movie. Um. You know, there wasn't probably a dry eye in the movie theater when I went to go see it. Um, yeah, and I I loved Namor as a uh, as a villain. He's probably the yeah top three for me out of this phase for villains in the MCU right now.
0: Nice, okay, yeah, I like it. I like it. Um, the worst part for me uh is is Riri Williams. Uh, I didn't really care for her character that much. Um, I will say that I also, uh, uh, oh, real quick, that throne room scene is always good. Like, that's one of my favorite scenes oh, in Marvel. Yeah. I'm just going to throw that out there. That was a really powerful scene. But um, Riri Williams, I didn't think she was necessary. You could have took out that entire storyline of, the you know, United Nations, United States being involved. Um, and uh, I know... I like Shiri, but I just, uh, you know, I already said this in our podcast, but I was, I'm I'm not, I can't buy her as Black Panther right now. I I just can't. I wish they would have used the multiverse or recast, but you're right when you say, and maybe I got to be more caring in the sense of giving them the benefit of the doubt, but you know, they, they were in an impossible situation. And then finally, just the, the, uh, the, the plant or whatever it's called, the, the flower, the flower that gives them power some of the inconsistency that comes with that what's your worst when it comes to Wakanda forever
1: um I I I didn't like the uh what the CIA or the Agent Fontaine and uh Agent Ross whole storyline that they have that was probably the thing that brought me most out of the movie because anytime Mm -hmm. we kind of cut to that it's just like what are we doing? Why is what's what's the point of this? I understand she's in the Thunderbolts, but like this doesn't really have anything tie in to uh, what we're doing, unless somehow she stole a bunch of vibranium, which she didn't. So, yeah. Yeah. OK.
0: Yeah, I like that. I, I'm with you. I think that's the thing. If they cut that whole the the Riri Williams, the CIA, it, 40 minutes of the movie would have been gone and then it would have probably flowed a little better with, mm-hmm. you know, just between Tolokan and Wakanda that would have been kind of cool. Okay. Number 4. Um number 4 I've got Moon Knight. Me too.
1: Okay. Tell me what's the best thing about Moon Knight. Um we got a lot of Easter eggs which I really liked and then um we got a new kind of like world within the MCU. That was really interesting. It's I like these shows that kind of give us a little bit of suspense and like mystery because you didn't really know fully what was going on until like the last episode where you're like, oh, OK, kind of see yeah. how, what's going on through this. And you look back through the episodes and you kind of have these little teasers. And then you can see like, oh, yeah, he was doing this, wasn't doing that. Um, I thought Moon Knight was a really cool character as well. And, uh, yeah, That's, that was kind of my best.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, Moon Knight, especially Oscar Isaac, uh, mm-hmm. him playing both Mark and Steven? Steven, Yep. Steven, Yes. And then he also has another character that we don't know about yet uh, that we know about, but he doesn't know about yet. Uh, so yeah. playing three different characters with split personalities. And I agree with you, like learning there's characters that are from other realms that used to be worshiped by humans and like that. They gave humans gave up on them. So they, they gave up on humans, you know, with the, that, that whole, like when they were judging, um, who's the, who's the villain again. Um um not a admit remember. admit is the the but um oh man i can't remember either but yeah
1: i know who you're talking yeah, about. yeah
0: you know who you know who i'm talking about um yeah. but anyway uh i think that's cool as well what was your worst of the um uh R- moon night
1: moon Knight, um i don't know you have... I like the show.
0: <laughs> you like it. <laughs> uh, I I had blackouts. The blackouts probably being the worst part just because okay. like the coolest part of the fights were always taken out, especially the last fight where we see um, the uh, Amit guy over. I'm, I'm going to find out his name real quick um, because I can't. Arthur Harrow. Arthur, that's it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, um like he he was beating moon Knight and all of a sudden he blacks out and he's won and you're like what's going on here that that part bothered me a little bit yeah. you know the, the the worst part there was other things and again if you want to listen to him yeah, we did it. I,
1: I guess something that I I didn't really like is it didn't seem to really play into the MCU as a whole like we mm-hmm. didn't really get him in anything else so far and it doesn't really seem like we will be Unless he kind of like surprise shows up in something. um, Yeah, I I wish they just would kind of connect the shows to the movies a little bit better.
0: No, I'm with you. That's a good one. I like that one. Okay, what's your number three? My number three is Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Okay, we talked about that. Mine was okay. Shang-Chi. Yep. Uh, so our two and one are the same. I Possibly. think so. Number yeah. two? Loki. Yes, Okay. okay. Tell me your best of the Loki.
1: Uh, like I was saying before, like for it came out um, in j- June of 2021. It was the third show that we got. Um, and it was just intra. It, it, it kept you interested week to week on what was going to happen. And Loki is like, one of the characters where you can do so much with him, especially with using him in the multiverse, because there's so many versions of him. Um and it was just really cool to see you got to see um uh king king yep yep introduced and he's a great villain <laughs> like I one thing I will say is I I guess it was fine for him to get introduced through Loki. It's just you wanted to see more of him, and I was hoping that we would have seen more of him through the phase. You know.
0: Yeah, I'm with you on that. Yeah, Ken- Kang. Uh, he wasn't. He was. Uh, he who remains. I think at the time he wasn't technically mm-hmm. Kang, but he's Nathaniel. Um. Oh my word, Richards. Okay. Um. Uh, so that's who he is, but he becomes Kang or he who remains. That was kind of cool. Just to see him, we get a glimpse of him, But I'm with you. I'm like, why haven't we seen him yet? Like it would be kind of yeah. cool to see him a little bit more in this phase. Yeah, um, but, uh, yeah, I'm with you on the on the loki. the the different types of Lokis are some of the best things. The alligator Loki, the kid Loki, the older Loki, you know, all those things. Um, but my worst part about this series would be, And this is a minor nitpick because, again, this is number two. I really liked it. Just a little bit more action and a little less talking. That's it.
1: I yeah, I would agree with that. That would probably be my worst as well, because sometimes it just felt like you were they were developing the story, but it wasn't like getting to the point, really. Yeah. You know? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, especially when, when Kang was describing how like we met we met through the multiverse and then we were and then there was a big multiverse war. I'm like, why don't you just like just show us what that would look like? That would be so cool. Like he, he could he can talk over it so we know what we're mm-hmm. seeing, but just show us. That would have been so cool. Um, okay, number one.
1: Spider-Man no way home. Oh, uh,
0: boy. I which
1: is kind of surprising to me. I'm not gonna lie
0: that this one was number one for you or just that this yeah, one
1: just like if i if I had to look at a list of all of these and I wouldn't like initially, like if it was like three years ago and initially been like, Spider-man is gonna be my number one in all of this stuff. Like I would have thought either Black Panther possibly Eternals and um, Doctor Strange would have been up there.
0: Yeah, I honestly would think Doctor Strange. Like it, yeah. when I was hearing about all this coming out, that's the one that I'm like, oh. that's why I was so hyped to see it. Like I was uh, really same, hyped to same, see Doctor yeah. Strange uh, because I thought this would be the one that would probably be my favorite. On, yeah, it's on, like, like, oh, face. this is
1: going to be crazy. Yeah. Multiverse of madness. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and then it was supposed to be off a of Wandavision, which we were told that was going to introduce mutants in the multiverse. And it's like, oh yeah. man, we're gonna we're gonna get multiverse madness. So there's gonna be a bunch of people in there. And it was just like, eh, not really, but nice try. Uh, but yeah, yeah. The, it's no way home. Uh, but part of it, which is why it's the best in my opinion, is 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 we do get a little bit of the multiverse in this. When yeah. we get the three Spider-Man together, and I think that's the best part about this movie is like never before would we thought we would get Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield and um, Tom Holland all as oh, Spider-Man yeah. at the same time.
1: Yeah, that's that's crazy, but they added a lot to the story of mm-hmm. not just like having cameos in there. Right. Um. Andrew Garfield was great in it. It mm-hmm. made you want to have another spider-man movie with him was like oh yeah i enjoy him really a lot so yeah no i i agree um the the
0: story i love that you said that too because it wasn't cameo for cameo sake right it added they no, added yeah. to the story they had a purpose to help peter get over and they're like that's because what we do it's what we do um and then just william defoe coming back as uh green goblin that that yes. was great as well yeah, yeah
1: i yeah one of the greatest villains of all time Oh, for sure, yeah, right up there with Joker.
0: Yeah, yeah. joke. The Joker is still on my list a little better, but I do like, mm-hmm. I do like him. Well, depending what Joker you are talking about, actually. But, ah, <laughs> uh, what's the worst? Would you say about this
1: movie? Um, uh, it, at times it felt a little, just I don't know. I don't want to say childish, but like. He he seemed like a kid, which I was hoping that he would just his whole thing of like going to Doctor Strange to like turn back time or like erase everybody's memory. I think it was. Yeah. Instead of just going to talk to someone first was just like, really, really? <laughs> you can do okay. that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, that was that was very good. I would say uh, mine is the Ned storyline that mm. well. It's kind of not just the Ned storyline. It's like they kind of did Doctor Strange dirty in this movie. To it, like, Peter beats him in the place where he's the most yeah. powerful, yeah. and then Ned easily figures out how to use the power that took Doctor Strange forever to learn how to do. Uh, so kind of like they they were pooping on Doctor Strange a little bit in this show, uh, it un- unintentionally. But that would be the the worst part. I just didn't I didn't like that part of the yeah. movie. Yeah. Okay, that's it, man. That's it. Any 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 th- final closing thoughts on phase 4? Um uh,
1: not really. We kind of discussed it before. It just like it, it was lacking like with everything that we got. We were j- I was just really hoping that these TV shows would have done a lot more for like the MCU itself and it didn't really There were some good ones in there, but I just, I'm really hoping for phase five that we, we get something that adds to the movies, to the experience and like gets people pumped to want to watch things and like, you know, actually like keep up with it instead of kind of just getting like, I don't know, (laughs) depressed about it.
0: Yeah. Can we, can we get those 40% of Marvel fans back into being excited about Marvel again? That that's yeah, I'm with you. Um, I I I will just reiterate this, and I, I think I said this on either the last podcast or maybe a different one. But I just really wish the the one thing I think they missed on in this phase is just to show how everybody, whether it's the Celestials or these aliens or the Earth, how they all responded to Thanos' snap. That's that's the one thing I would say they missed them like they struck out on. Like they 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 showed a couple of times when people came back from the blip but they really didn't expound on like hey half these beans are all gone but then they come back like even namor like
1: what yeah, did he I, do they they mainly did it in the falcon and winter soldier and mm-hmm. that's the only time they really touched on it and then after that they're just like okay well we we said what we needed to say with that and let's not bring it up again which it should have been brought up a lot because you're introducing all these new people and things. And uh, yeah, that, that should have been a huge part of it. So.
0: Yeah. Because it's such a catastrophic event. You would think it would motivate, especially these powerful beings who were like zapped away and came back. Like you think it would motivate them to action, like, hey, we can't allow that to happen again. So how would they respond? You know. So yeah. I, th- I, just think that phase four really missed out on on really taking that and running with it. And then go in phase five, you can kind of leave it behind after that. But yeah, I don't know. That that's sort of my thought on yeah. on on phase four. Something they missed out on. Okay, man. Anything else? No, I think that should do it. Okay, man. Well, thanks so much for joining me, Brian. And uh, time anytime i know it i know it uh we will we will do other podcasts we're gonna have more ranking podcasts i think we're gonna do some of the the best villains in the mc worst villains in the mcu but we'll even do like dc stuff too and 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 star wars stuff and um i'm sure andor is almost done i gotta catch up on that still so
1: yeah and we gotta do uh tales of the jedi as well oh yes Uh, really good okay yeah i gotta watch that too
0: um so thanks a lot for joining me brian uh, once again as i already said uh for everybody listening i hope you guys enjoyed if you haven't yet follow us on instagram at nutty buddy underscore entertainment that's when i show i drop podcasts and also follow us on youtube i've been uh putting out clips i just recently put out the clips for our Wakanda Forever Great, Good, Bad, Ugly review that's out there now. So you can go uh, watch that, subscribe to the channel, and like the videos. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you guys enjoyed, and we will talk to you guys soon.